Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. He may be opinionated, but he never jumps to conclusions. This is The Roy Green Show. is uh, quite incredible, isn't it? Uh, Mr. McKenna telling us, Frank McKenna saying 700,000 barrels of oil brought into refineries in eastern Canada every day because they can't get any Canadian oil to uh, refine and, and export. I said 650,000 last week. Those were 2015 numbers. Mr. McKenna's numbers are probably a lot more current than mine. 700,000 a day. No pipeline, no energy east to go all the way to the east. And Trans Mountain, the extension, well, John Horgan knows best. Mike Smith joins me on the Roy Green Show. He's a Vancouver Province columnist, CKNW talk show host, and Mike recently wrote a column, Breaking Down Where Your Gas Money Goes. Uh, Mike, I feel ripped off at a buck thirty-three a gallon. A liter, rather, a liter. Hey, try try paying a buck sixty, Roy. Yikes! Oh my, we're hurting out here. This is, these are the highest gas prices in North America ever that we're seeing in uh, Metro Vancouver right now. I mean, people here are used to paying, uh, getting burned at the gas pump for sure, but it's been particularly painful the last uh, few weeks. So gas prices are extremely high here. You had uh, Premier John Horgan, whom you mentioned. Um, he thinks the answer is to build another refinery out here to refine more fuel, which would, which would be great, you know. But uh, who's going to do that? I mean, we've got a, a newspaper publisher out here named David Black who's been trying for years to get a refinery going off, get off the ground. And, in, you know, it's just not going to happen. So at the same time, you got Horgan um, criticizing the federal government for saying they should do something about these high gas prices here. They should somehow get a, a more fuel refining capacity built here in B.C., at the same time he's doing that, he's also jacking up the B.C. carbon tax, which went up on April 1st again on the price of gasoline. And the purpose of the carbon tax, of course, is to discourage people from driving. It's supposed to be a, it's supposed to be a discouragement from burning gasoline and increasing emissions. That's why he's putting up the carbon tax. So on the one hand, he's saying, Oh, isn't it terrible that the price of gas is so high? Trudeau should do something about it. At the same time he does that, he's actually deliberately increasing the price of gasoline to get people not, not, not to drive. So he's talking out of both sides of his mouth. Well, and you, uh, you point out that on April the 1st, it was uh, 7.78 cents per liter, the carbon right. tax. So on a typical 50-liter fill-up, and you're calling me right, you're now paying nearly 4 bucks in B.C. carbon tax alone. Wasn't right. that supposed to be, and you touch on that in the next line, it was supposed to be revenue neutral, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, the way it was originally structured when the BC, it was the BC Liberal previous government that brought in the carbon tax, and they, they said it was a revenue neutral tax, which meant that any time it went up, 
the amount of tax that's collected by the increase would have to be offset by reducing income taxes or something else. This is one of the ways they sold it uh, to the public. There has been some debate back and forth about whether it was really revenue neutral or not, but that's certainly the way it was sold to the public. The NDP changed that policy saying that any, uh, any increases in the carbon tax now will flow directly into the coffers of government, no neutral offset in the, in the tax required. Um, they say they need the money to spend it on other, other pressing needs. So that revenue neutrality ended. There's all kinds of other taxes in, in British Columbia on the price of fuel, and ex- partly explaining why gas is so high. I mean, it's like peeling back an onion. It's like layer after layer of taxation. There's a thing called the BC Transportation Financing Authority tax, at 6.75 cents a liter. There's a BC motor fuel tax. That's 1.75 cents a liter. The big whopping one in Metro Vancouver is the TransLink fuel tax, which is used to pay for transit services in Metro Vancouver. That's 17 cents a liter. Ouch. So, yeah, on a typical fill-up, Roy, you're looking at, that's $8.50 on, on a fill-up just for that one tax. So, uh, you know, and that's yeah. just the, that's just the provincial taxes. There's federal well, taxes too, of course. Yeah. And, but Mr. Horgan's talking to the governor of Washington State. Isn't that supposed to be the the panacea? Yeah, it's very weird. I mean, a lot of our fuel that we get in British Columbia comes across the border from Washington State and their refineries there. They've had a few shutdowns of some of the refining capacity there for maintenance and whatnot. That's driving some of the the fuel increases, uh, price increases. Horgan said the other day, at the same time he was complaining about the lack of refining capacity in, in B.C. And, and asking Justin Trudeau to do something about it, he also said that he has been talking to the governor of the state of Washington to perhaps expand uh, refining capacity there. there. It was a very weird comment. Um, we haven't heard much more about that. Uh, it, it's unclear exactly what sort of talks are going on between B.C. and Washington State on this, but... It, it is kind of interesting that at the same time that he's um, jacking up the carbon tax here to get people to drive less, he's opposing the Kinder Morgan pipeline, partly because of environmental reasons and, and uh, climate change. At the same time he's doing that, he's worrying about the price of tax here, the price of gasoline on consumers in British Columbia and saying we should do something about it, maybe maybe help and maybe work with Washington State on it. So a lot of different messages coming from the How do you negotiate with somebody like that? I, um, I, it's it's very mysterious. Like one of the weird things about the Kinder Morgan pipeline is that there is diluted bitumen going through that pipeline right now. Everyone is jumping up and down about how dangerous this stuff is. Is wouldn't it be terrible if it if it spilled into the marine environment here? It's very difficult to clean up. Uh, that's one of the, that's the primary reason that the BC government is opposing the expansion of the pipeline. There there's uh, 22 million barrels of bitumen going through that pipeline right now. And a lot of it goes to Washington State. It's refined into fuel, and then it's sold back to us across the border uh, here to B.C. And if, if that bitumen ever stopped flowing in, in the pipeline right now, it would make gasoline even even more expensive here. So that's Don't one, go of there. Reasons why, one of the reasons why Horgan doesn't want to touch the existing bitumen flow, only the additional flow yeah. is what he's concerned about. Mike, thank you so much for the time. Buck thirty three sounds pretty good right now. Oh, you got a bargain there. We'd love that. We'd love to pay a dollar thirty three for gas here. All right, Michael. All the best. Yeah, you bet. Mike Smith from uh, Vancouver Province and CKNW Radio. When we come back, it is time for Catherine Swift, working Canadians.ca, Linda Leatherdale at L. Leatherdale, and Michelle Simpson at Michelle Simpson, former Liberal Member of Parliament. It's Beauties on the Beast.